They are coming out. Are you shooting, sir? And here they go. On 11. It is betting time. Ready. Hey, it's your boy Gak from Exploding Hit Movies on Monday nights here. Have you heard? It's Fun Drive. Do it. Fun Drive runs from February 1st to February 8th here on CITR, and we're working on replacing our antenna, our transmitter, and rebuilding an on-air studio, and we would need your help. Say it. Yes. I do. Say yes to CITR. We've been in love with you for over 80 years, and we want to keep that relationship going. Please visit donate2citr.ca. That's donate, T-O-C-I-T-R.ca, to donate to the 2024 edition of Fun Drive here on CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Hi, everybody. And a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found here on Vancouver's storytelling campus community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional ancestral and unceded Musqueam territory from the Student Nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland and the Hunkimini-speaking Coast Salish peoples. From Lions Bay in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, West Pass Point Grand and dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water of our friends over at CFUV, representing the University of Victoria, aren't overlapping, since we do share the same frequency. Our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. Though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. CITR signal then heads east. Ah, oh, we already did that. CITR signal also broadcasts up to the sky. Still keeps going east, but we also go up and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. If you have telesoptic, you can tune into CITR on your television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else that your net takes you, find us on the web www.citr.ca. There you will find an Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done, along with most of our recent ones easily accessible going back about 10 years, and then scattered through various iterations of the website going back to 2008. You'll also find links to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. We're also on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, co 7 Stitcher, Spreaker, various other services for those times you can't listen live to the crystal wireless or then the shoutcast stream through our website my name is gak and i'll be the author for the next two hours specifically your next two hours so if you feel to read along with your book i'll make an obvious on-air mistake to indicate when it's time to turn the page at which at this point we're on page four probably right now impeccable perfection every time here you should have received your complimentary newly regulatory Coles notes in the in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, even a shorter guide could be easily prepared shortly, so just get out your full scab. It is time to write things down. Phone number for the station for those who are listening live is 604-822-2487 after the area code in T9. That is U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point, since this is a single-person operation. We have to make sure there's no dead air. Despite sometimes whatever happens with the controls, but... There's a human involved. Things will go sideways. The human being me. Also, it takes time to actually pick up the phone, because you think it's a handset, but... No. Yeah. And it's been a while. But, at the very least. You can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on various social media. We'll skip the ones associated with Meta because there's still a block in CITR, so... Eh. But on Mastodon, it is 100air at maps.to. 
So we start off with new Beth Gibbons from her forthcoming album, making her debut solo. It's going to be called Lives Outgrown. We heard Floating on a Moment. The singer from Portishead did put out a must-find album in 2002 with Rustin Man called Out of Season. And she's been active since uh, Portishead has most recent album was now 16 years old, which was 2008. Uh, she was a guest with the Polish National Symphony Orchestra in 2019, performing Pendereczki's Third Symphony, full of sorrowful songs. So definitely not your typical operatic voice, but highly emotive, which is what we associate with Gibbons. But she's also guested on a wide array of tracks, ranging from hip hop with Kendrick Lamar and J.J. Doom going a little bit metal and doomy with a Black Sabbath cover with the British act Gonga and an Afghani children's group where they were doing David Bowie and Joy Division covers. Otherwise, it is part three of our annual Academy Awards profiles. Since it was a few weeks ago that the nominees for the 96th Academy Awards were announced on Sunday, March 10th, the Oscars will be handed out. So we got... I'm going to miscount things five more weeks to at least talk about nominated songs and scores. Although last week, as part of our Fun Drive episode, we did hear the nominated songs from Barbie, American Symphony, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Flaming Hot. And two weeks ago, we heard Jerskin Fendrix's nominated score to Poor Things. So later on, we still have to hear from Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and then look back at past profiles with Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer. But this week, our second nominated score... Laura Cartman and her music from American Fiction. It's first nomination for Cartman, who's active in many aspects of soundtracks, including the Marvel Universe. So after we hear some of American Fiction, we'll dig up some recent superhero music all around the word Marvel and Marvels. And behind me, this is Maddie, formerly of Bad, Bad, Not Good, off the 2021 compilation archive with a K. This track is yes. And hopefully you managed to say yes to CITR as part of Fun Drive last week. It ran from February 1st to February 8th. I played the little promo there since podcast listeners probably did not hear it. It's the one I made. All the with the wacky stuff. Mistagged and everything like that because who knows what we're doing sometimes. But yes. Don't have names of specific show donors yet, but I know there's a few there, so thank you for those who did chip into FunDrive, whether it was monetarily or experiencing any of the fun that we had. There were various events that happened here at the station, along with the finale party last Saturday. So, still waiting for the exact total. The goal was $20,000. Last email update I saw was over $15,000. There's talk. We've definitely cleared $16,000, so... 80% of the way there. So thank you from the bottoms of our hearts for donating to Fundrive 2024 here at CITR. I think the website is still active last I checked. So if you did miss out on all the festivities, just go to CITR.ca. There's a donate button there. If not, you can always get in touch with the station and figure out how to donate that way. But yes, Gong Hai Fat Choi for those marking Lunar New Year. Started over the weekend, and uh, it's actually my sign, the year of the dragon. Now, there's actually a rotating element every five iterations of it, so every 60 years the same thing will pop up. But uh, 2024, at least starting from February 10th, marks the year of the wood dragon. 
and we'll dig up into some of the story behind that since we ran out of music here and we have plenty to talk about. So yeah. In the past, well, specifically in 2012, we did a whole bunch of things associated with Dragon, especially with the film uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but we'll keep it short this time around because there's plenty of other stuff to talk about this week. But uh, listen to some Joseph Koo here, and uh, this is the theme song from the 1972 film Way of the Dragon, which came out in North America in 1974 as Return of the Dragon, directed and starring Bruce Lee. And it was the only film directed by the superstar martial artist. The last one released when he was alive. Left a year afterwards. Do need to take up some more Hong Kong action from the 1970s for an upcoming show. But we did talk about Joseph Ku last January since he passed away in a Richmond, B.C. hospital since he'd been living in Canada since the 1990s. And we profiled him in the past in Exploding Hit Movies episode 633 with music from the films A Better Tomorrow, The Big Boss, and Fist of Fury. At that time, we did play one song off of Way of the Dragon. And for you martial artists fans, this is the film that marked the debut of Chuck Norris. But uh, there's a theme song sung by Mike Remedeus. Here's Joseph Koo with the main theme from The Way of the Dragon. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, broadcasting live for the realms of Studio A of that radio station. That keeps the flames breathing. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
We start off with Joseph Koo with the theme from the Bruce Lee film Way of the Dragon. And then we heard Mort Garson. And off of last year's compilation, Journey to the Moon and Beyond, featuring all manners of unreleased pieces of music, soundtrack work, and other blips done by the New Brunswick songwriter and composer, we heard Western Dragon Part 1. Garson was known for doing a whole bunch of easy listening pieces early on, but he was one of the first uh, people to adopt the Moog synthesizer and definitely latched on to all the quirky sounds they could get with it. Kind of forgotten, but he's had a revival in many ways. And behind me, this is Allison Bullock. And off of this year's album, Realm, this is B, the Dragon. Bjork is a Montreal sax and clarinet player, along with being an improviser and composer. They're also part of the collective Bellbird, the experimental duo Umbrella Pine, and the Molly Obamsawin Sextet. So yes, it is the year of the dragon. So wood dragons, according to the Chinese New Year.net website, are intelligent, attractive, and usually well-loved. Blessed with the ability to make good use of their environment and have an intuitive sense of timing, so success will not be difficult to attain. The very popular move in different social circles, but because of their fiery temper, wood dragons may not be as lucky or auspicious in their intimate relationships. So in finances, wood dragons' fortunes often come invariably quickly. The next dragon sign will be in 2036 corresponds with a birthday of mine which yeah, 60 years I don't want to think that far ahead for the record I as a fire dragon am loving enterprising hardworking putting 110% in everything I do energy is often infectious and attractive sharing extraordinary personal achievements as well as success for the team I'm on and love comes to me naturally without any pretension once I find it I'll show such loyalty to even the coldest of hearts for the interest of that special someone before even their own. Notes to pay attention to with Valentine's Day, two days away. Talk about some shows in Vancouver this week, and uh, this next act has three nights of the Commodore starting tonight. It's Feist. She was in Victoria last night. She's got a sold-out show tonight, although last I checked, some tickets were still available through Ticketmaster. Two more shows. So three nights in total. So tomorrow, Tuesday, February 13th, and Wednesday, February 14th. Last I checked, tickets are still available. Starting about $80, plus the appropriate service charges through Ticketmaster. Doors, 7, 19, and older are your numbers there. Vice Most Read Album is 2023's Multitudes. It was up for a Polaris Prize. It did not take it home, but Feist is doing okay otherwise. From Multitudes, here's Feist with Borrow Trouble. Gathered even before you are awake. 
Your thoughts will find a clock to wind And put dissent into your ear Even before your eyes are open The plot has thickened round your fear We borrow trouble Since we all know Dead weight. So good at picturing the life that I was gonna be left out of rather than the one I'd made. Well, these are words, they gather heavy on my mind. Knitting thoughts like they're my destiny. The Association of Canadian Archivists Student Chapter at UBC is happy to announce their 15th annual student-led conference taking place on February 16th with the theme Archives and the Environment, Land, Colonialism and the Climate Crisis. 
this virtual event will reflect and discuss the responsibility of the archivist in the time of climate crisis and how archival records play into reparative justice for colonial brutalities. This is free to attend for students, and registration can be found at www.acasymposium.arts.ubc.ca. No matter where you are on February 16th, virtually join this vital student-led conference happening from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. PST. New music from the Toronto folk rock trio, the Rural Alberta Advantage. Off of last year's The Rise and the Fall, we are the RAA with our youth. 
Rural Alberta Advantage play in Vancouver this week, Saturday, February 17th at the Commodore. Since Feist, who we heard beforehand with Borrow Trouble, leaves after three nights. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But yes. Saturday, February 17th. Rural Alberta Advantage at the Commodore. Doors are at 7. Shows at 8. Opening for them is Mariel Buckley. Tickets start at $35 through Ticketmaster. Please bear in mind it is a 19 and older show. And they will continue east to supposed home field advantage in Calgary and Edmonton. Then hitting in Saskatoon before they leave the prairies and head back east. As for Feist, well, after three nights of the Commodore, including tonight, she'll head down the coast of Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Some of those nights feature also, or some of those cities feature multiple nights. And she has two shows at Toronto's Massey Hall in March. And later in the summer, Feist is opening for Sarah McLaughlin on a solid summer American tour. In the background, also from Toronto, this is Castle If, and off of one of the EPs that she put out last year as a, kind of an imaginary soundtrack off of Darknet. This is Rabbit Hole. Again, thanks to everyone who donated for Fundrive. Not quite at our goal of $20,000, but we are well on our way. Over 16000 based on anecdotes. So if you donated specifically to Exploding Hit Movies, you're too kind. Thank you so much. I'll get the names in short order and give shout-outs accordingly. Otherwise, this next act used to be known as Girl Band until they realized that it's kind of marginalizing, so they renamed themselves to the Gilla Band from Dublin post-punk some noise and uh, been hoping to play this song off their third album Most Normal when it came out in 2022 for quite some time you get a chance now because at some point I miswrote down notes about when they were going to be in town next somebody mixed up 2022 and 2024 when looking up things and got a bad notification so optimism at its finest but from Most Normal here's Gilla Band with Backwash then prepare yourself for a sports update Good job. 
excited still needs improvement but that was perfect dirty forward backwashed no one looks cool around a was my shoes get in a straw I give dirty looks to Time for an update from the Exploding Head Sports Desk. That's all I got. That's your Exploding Head Sports Update.
from Montreal, the quintet's known as Pottery, and off their 2019 album number one, we heard Smooth Operator. Most recent release came out 2020 called Welcome to Bobby's Motel. Fits in nicely with what we heard before from the Gill Band. The song was Backwash. It'll tie you nicely into a song that we'll play kind of at the halfway point of this show. Very percussive, but also a tribute to somebody. But got a lot of other tributes to get out of the way first before we get there. And behind me, from Germany, this is the Pacao Rhythm and Steel Band off of 2018's The Serpent's Mouth. This is Touchdown. The act's been releasing many 7-inch covers as of late. There's some wild stuff to share with you, and hopefully in upcoming episodes we can get more into that and the steel band. My name is Gak. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Tomorrow it is Tuesday, February 13th. Some places known as Mardi Gras. Other places, it's Carnaval. I know in Finland, it's Last Gas Baba. Otherwise, Shrove Tuesday. Pancake Tuesday for those who are more food-oriented. But uh, we'll go on the more Mardi Gras side at first here. Not fully into the beads and stuff of that nature, but we're going to head to Louisiana anyways. Pay tribute to the late Joel Saunier. Born in Rain, Louisiana, singer-songwriter and accordionist, did country and Cajun music, had hits in the 70s like No More, One More Time, and a cover of Richard Thompson's Tear Stained Letter. Put out 30 albums, and he had a show just outside Austin last month where he had a heart attack. So he passed away in Llano, Texas on January 13th at the age of 77. Off of 1980s Cajun life, here's Joel Saunier. Louisiana Blues.
Tune your radio to the CITR 101.9 FM on a Tuesday, specifically at 1 p.m. or 11 p.m. for saxophone Hello Permitty or saxophone Lenoui. Hosted by moi, accompanied with the improvisationalist, saxophonists, composers, and musicians of our great era since the 70s. such as Anthony Braxton, Albert Bailey, Solange, Ghostface Killer, Ornette Coleman, Sonny Ryan. That's 1 p.m. or 11 p.m. on a Tuesday to listen to saxophone a la primitive or saxophone la nuit.
from the 1982's Rocky Three. It was Bill Conti with that version of Gonna Fly Now, which acts as the bed or cue to one of the greatest training montages you'll find in film history. Rocky Three starred the director and its writer Sylvester Stallone in the third part of the Philly Boxing Series. Includes Mr. T making his breakout role before A-Team, his serial, his animated cartoon series. Color Lang. Along with Talia Shire, Burt Young, Burgess Meredith, and as Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. Now, Creed fought Rocky Balboa in the first two films, Rocky 1 and Rocky 2, but the lesson in Rocky 3 is that Creed became the trainer. Most famous song for Rocky 3 is Survivor's Eye of the Tiger, which was nominated for an Oscar at the time, but lost. At some point, we will actually look at the Rocky film series, but and then get into Creed in its spiritual wake there, but we'll save that for another time. In the background, this is Herbie Hancock. Off the soundtrack to 1988's Action Jackson. This is building up Action Jackson. Circling back to Bill Conti, we did profile in the past, so say with the 1983 film The Right Stuff. Look up Exploding Head Movies, episode 239 from November 2019. You can hear everyone breaking the sound barrier. Action Jackson, directed by Craig R. Baxley, starring Carl Weathers as a Detroit detective investigating a corrupt auto magnet, played by Craig T. Nelson. Lots of Craigs and middle initials there. Also starred Vanity and Sharon Stone, and Herbie Hancock did the score to Action Jackson along with Michael Kamen. Overdue on another profile on Herbie Hancock, we did profile music back at Exploding Head Movies episode 556 from around midnight on May 2021, and then Blow Up in episode 461 from June 2019. Same story for Cayman. We've profiled music from Brazil a couple times, even go back to Radio Free Gak Days, most recently Exploding Head Movies 219 from June 2014. Other songs on Action Jackson include The Pointer Sisters, Madam X, Sister Sledge, and then The Co-Star Vanity, a Prince Protégé. Carl Weathers, originally from New Orleans. So we sort of lean in a bit at that Mardi Gras angle there. He was a football player, actually was a BC line for a time. After playing with the Oakland Raiders, now based in Las Vegas, whose home had some sort of sporting event recently, like yesterday. Also was part of San Diego State, home to the internet radio station KCR. But Weathers moved into acting and directing, was an extra in films, but popped up in two black exploitation flicks from 1975, Bucktown and Friday Foster, which we profiled one February as part of Black History Month ages ago. I'll find it. Also appeared on TV series like Good Times, Kung Fu, Cannon, Starsky and Hutch, and Barnaby Jones. We fade Hancock there, but most recently, appearing at least in the first three seasons of the Disney Plus Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, since he played Grief Karga. Fourth season is being written, but uh, Carl Weathers recently left us, so I'm not sure exactly how they'll work around that quite yet. But we've profiled Mandalorian in the past, although we touched upon it during the rise of the Skywalker conclusion to the controversial Star Wars sequel trilogy in the Exploding Head movies, 487 from January 2020. 
This cue comes from season three with uh, the themes written by Ludwig Göransson, but most of the score was done by Joseph Shirley. And we're going to pick a cue that actually gives name to Grief Karga's title. But this also comes from an episode that Carl Weathers directed called The Foundling, which he actually got an Emmy nomination for. Here's Ludwig Göransson and Joseph Shirley with High Magistrate.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9. FM. Thank you.
from his score to the 1987 film Predator. That was Alan Silvestri with the main title. Directed by John McTiernan during that heyday of 80s action films starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, and Shane Black. About an elite paramilitary rescue team that goes into an unnamed South American country. They have a mission that they find out has changed, and then an alien hunter comes and attacks them. So, lots of stuff going on there. It's also the source of the most testosterone-laced handshake ever. And it kicked off the Predator film series, the most recent being 2022's Prey. And at some point before we get to the chopper, we will do a profile on Predator properly someday, since I do have a vinyl copy of it. Thanks to Bepi Crispin, host of the CITR show of the same name on Fridays. And behind me, this is Lawrence Schrag with his main title from the 1990 TV series Street Justice. Last for two seasons, it was filmed here in Vancouver, an action crime drama about the U.S. Army Special Forces soldier turned Metropolitan Police Detective Adam Baudreau, played by Carl Weathers, along with Canadian martial arts expert Grady Jameson. And I did not break the first name of the actor. It's Genesee. Clearly filmed in Vancouver, pretending to be the United States. And it was Carl Weathers, kind of a starring vehicle for him, much like Action Jackson. Carl Weathers popped up in many things, including a cheap version of himself in the sitcom Arrested Development. Had a seminal role in Happy Gilmore. He was a combat Carl in Toy Story. And Carl Weathers left us far too soon. He died on February 1st in Los Angeles from cardiovascular disease, and he was 76 years old. And if you watched the Super Bowl yesterday, he did make a cameo in one of the commercials since he was set to actually be the main figure in it, but they repurposed some of the footage to be interviewed. So. And when I was talking about Friday Foster, we profiled it in the past. Exploding Head Movies episode 302 from March 2016 when we dealt with a whole bunch of the films of Pam Greer. And also leaving us the singer-songwriter Tony Stern. And uh, she collaborated a lot with Carol King. Also worked on a few songs for the Monkees. She was Laurel Canyon through and through with a sound that we associate with Northern L.A. And kind of the retreated scene associated there with acoustic guitars and Joni Mitchell amongst others. But Tony Stern died on January 17th this year at the age of 79. She passed away with no cause specified at her home in Santa Ynez, California. Looked at a whole bunch of Carol King songs, but this is the one that kind of put Tony Stern and King on the map from 1971's Tapestry. This will be It's Too Late. Stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time There's something wrong here, there can be no denying One of us is changing, or maybe we just stop trying And it's too
From the score, it's the 1970 West German Western film. I'm not sure if it could still be called a spaghetti western, but we'll just roll with it. From the film Deadlock, we heard the band Can. And Tango Whiskeyman. You can also find that off their 1970 album Soundtracks. And in the background, from a John Peel session... From May 1975, as far as I can tell, but uh, this came out through 1995, just simply called the Peel Sessions as a can with Mighty Girl. Can was part of the West German cosmic music scene, sometimes known as Krautrock by the English, because you know, that's what they do, but during this era of Can. Lead singer was Demo Suzuki, a Japanese busker born at Kenji Suzuki. He was discovered as he was playing in Munich when the band Can had to look at replacing the original singer Malcolm Mooney. And Suzuki was part of Can during their major early 70s years before leaving to become a Jehovah's Witness. Famous songs of Can of that era include Vitamin C and Spoon. Suzuki went back into music in 1983, regularly toured, including a famous show here in Vancouver in 2005. Final album was 2022's Archeota, but in 2021 released a memoir called I Am Demo Suzuki, which is the name of a song by the band The Fall, off of 1985's This Nation's Saving Grace. Also the subject of a documentary called Energy. Demo Suzuki died a few days ago on February 9th, He'd been fighting colon cancer a few times. I think it was cancer that took him in the end. He was 74 years old. Otherwise, since we missed this last week, we have an exercised version of our soundtrack release update. Because, yes, let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week and a little bit from last week since fun drive pitching took most of my words. I've been told it's one of the few listener favorite segments here. I'm sure for a few listeners as well, too. And it's one of the few favorite bits of what we do here. So aside from the too long intro and the spread exports updates, this at least gives me a chance to touch upon some of the soundtracks that I will never get a chance to profile because there's too much coming out at the same time. I don't always get a proper feed of what's happening and I can't always do everything I got or else I run out of stuff and yeah complicated so this at least gives you an idea of what's out there what potentially could be profiled soon but do know good many of these are definitely out already but do check as always about your favorite record store where you get your music online this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net so from last week Bertrand Benoit's score from La Bette is coming out through Love Theme Music Thomas Bangalter famous for being one half of Daft Punk did the score to Dali, and a single is out through Ed Banger Records. Some Finnish music here. Mick Bedaya's music from Elu Ya Armostus is independently released. The miniseries Feud, Capote vs. the Swans. It's scored by Julia and Thomas Newman. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. 
The TV animated series Has Been Hotel, scored by Sam Haft and Andrew Underberg. That's coming out through A24 Music. Holly and Max in the Future, that is scored by Alex Winkler. It is independently released. Jake Webb did the music to How to Have Sex. That's coming out through Boom Ting Recordings. Olivier Cusack did the score to Jungle Bunch, Operation Meltdown. That's out through Music Box Records. Lisa Frankenstein, or perhaps Lisa Frankenstein, Stein, scored by Isabella Summers. That's out through Backlot Music. Season 2 of Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, scored by Raphael Sadiq. The soundtrack features various artists. That's out through Walt Disney. The TV version of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, is scored by David Fleming. That's out through Sony Classical. Olivier Coates wrote the music for Occupied City. That's coming out through Milan Records. Miniseries One Day. That music's done by Jessica Jones, Tim Morsch, and Anna Nikitin. That's out through Silver Screen. Kevin Lax and Robert Lydecker's music from Out of Darkness is coming through Madison Gates. Dan Romer provided the music to The Promised Lands. It's out through Drawing Number One. The video game Skull and Bones. Music for that is written by Tom Holkenberg. You might know him as Junkie XL. That's coming out through Ubisoft. Lauri Poro's music from Stormskare Maya is coming out through Platoon. And the original score to The Underdogs is done by Joseph Shirley, whom we heard before from The Mandalorian. That's coming out through Lakeshore. For this week, Chris Bowers did the score to Bob Marley, One Love, with a song album inspired by song EP through Island Records. Island put out all of Bob Marley's music originally. There's a vinyl edition of Carlos Rafael Rivera's music from Griselda coming out through Netflix Music. Johan Söderquist's music from Madame Webb's out this week through Madison Gates. Andy Gray's scored a No Way Ups out through Lakeshore. And Players is scored by Jeff Cardoni, out through Netflix Music. As we catch our breath, we still have some re-releases to talk about here. We'll keep it short. Uh, Cliff Eidelman's score from Crazy People is coming out through, again through Paramount Music. Hunting Lands is scored by Garan Chang as will be independently released. There's a remastered version of Jerry Fielding's score to The Nightcomers coming out through Entrada. Soldier Blue as scored by Roy Budd is coming out again through Caldara Records. Massimiliano Lazaretti's music from Il Vuoto is coming out through Octopus. And there's volume four of the music from Star Trek, the original series, coming out as part of the 1701 collection. Four composers' music appearing on a box set limited to 1701 CDs is coming out through La La Land Records. Believe it or not, those are merely some of your soundtrack, anticipated soundtrack releases for the past two weeks. Get back into music here and save my breath. So we got new music from Dan Beckner, known as being a member of many bands like Wolf Parade, Operators, Atlas Strategic, Handsome Furs, and Divine Fits, but putting out music as himself. That's coming up to Sub Bop. It's called Beckner with an exclamation mark. This will be Lose.
We all know that the word jazz means many different things to many different people, so check out the real deal on THE Jazz Show at CITR, 101.9 FM, or CITR.ca for live streaming. Yours truly, Gavin Walker, is your host, and I guarantee the straight goods of three hours of jazz at its finest. The jazz feature that focuses on a concept, an album, or an individual artist will be heard at the beginning of the show every Monday night right at 9 p.m. after our opening theme and announcement. So come on by and give your ears a musical workout, 9 p.m. Mondays. Don't miss it.
Dinner Party, off the 2023 album Enigmatic Society, we heard for granted. It's a jazz supergroup featuring Kamasi Washington on saxophone, Robert Glasper on piano, and then Terrace Martin playing all manners of other instruments there. And they're joined by producer Ninth Wonder. Fabulous album. Lots of texture there. Kind of ties in nicely what's behind me here. This is Kay Trinata along with Bad Bad Not Good off of the former's 2016 album 99.9%. This is Wait Off. Kay Trinata's latest is a collaboration with Amine and it came out last year. Just combine it together. Kay Tramine. Otherwise for Bad Bad Not Good it is the 2021 album Talk Memory. They also put out an EP with the hardcore act Turnstile, but this month they have a new single with Houston vocalist Reggie called Take What's Given, and it has a bit of a country soul element to it. There's something happening in Houston for sure, because Beyonce is teasing her own country album, too. Got a couple great uh, 2023 rap tracks I haven't had a chance to share. I was hoping to do this for the year-end show, but... Lots of other stuff has happened, but they kind of fit in nicely here. Combination of Black History Month, but also the themes involving the film American Fiction. And I will start off with the act Armand Hammer. It's a collaboration between Billy Woods and Elucid. And uh, last year, they put out We Buy Diabetic Test Strips out of the Pat Possum label. And the funny thing is, Arm and Hammer, being who they are, actually do credit both acts. As Billy Woods does the vocals, Lucid does vocals, but he also does the production on it. Elsewhere on Diabetic Strips, you have acts like a mouse cursor that does not want to go to the page I'm looking at here. Where are we? There we go. But yeah, you have folks like JPEG Mafia, LP, Pink Seal Food. Glorious stuff that way. Here's Armand Hammer with Landlines. If it's up to me, we mend fences, duffel bag, hold my pension, got it out the mud, but it's gorilla in my blood, I'm not for them trenches, high ground, keep them guessing, one eyebrow at the very mention, every answer I gave in the form of a question, don't balk now, you knew it'd be expensive, told you before we started spending, it'd be held to pay at the ending, voice to text, fucking up, still send it, it captured the sentiment, raging rivers reduced the sediment, lawyers split their cases, but niggas still got the same sentences. A snake and hash caught in the cess just to stretch it. Forbidden fruit plucked out, God stashed the gardens and left us. Don't play on my phone unless you buy do. I wanna buy me a home and sit on the stoop. Smoke me a cone, night breeze, catching trees, sipping something smooth. Feeling some type of way, put my family under one roof. Only go inside once I hear them start to shoot. 
Let me talk to these niggas. Look, I'm in a G wagon, masked up, bad boy, axe puff. Extendos on a Draco. Ask about me. They tell you in Compton, I had everything on the block bagged up. Ask me, fiends running like a track me. Yeah, selling dope in California. Locking up the corners till them feds run up on you. I'm ghost. Hopping in my Cherry 6 foot. Hit the switch or dip. Watch this motherfucker go. Yeah. Get the bouncing like trollics on them Open up the Louis briefcase and throw them dollars on them Yeah, treat these niggas like bitches 45 to his forehead, watch him start strip trees Yeah It ain't hard to tell who the gangsters is Unfuckwittable yeah, yeah, right. These days I've been reaping my harvest. I just been keeping it private. Yeah. Bitch, I've been leaping the farthest. I just ain't speaking about it. Ho, ain't no creeping around no. it. Let go of the fake and kept it straight with who keeping me grounded. Niggas ain't competing if they said that they equal. I doubt it. I'm at the peak of the mountain. We know who the gangsters. If you ain't, I can't keep you around me. Bitch, I know some niggas take your life and then leave with a bounty. Then they leaving the county. Wiping fingerprints off evidence while I evenly count it. Yeah, that's protocol. Don't fuck with 
club, but know the law, I'm drilling. Everyone you with and everyone you know involved. <laughs> Real up and put three inside your shit like bowling ball. Then I'm leaving and stolen car. Oh. Yes, indeed. From Seattle, that was Treasy. And there's a 2022 single called Untouchable featuring The Game and Antoine Jones. So, good mix of hip hop there. Allows us to segue into some potentially Oscar nominated songs that were on the shortlist for Best Original Song but didn't miss, didn't make the cut. So, last week we heard from two songs from Barbie, one from Flamin' Hot, one from Killers of the Flower Moon. And one more from American Symphony. Yeah, ties in part to what's in the background here. This is Danville Pemberton. From his score to 2023's Across the Spider-Verse, this is the intro. Animated film directed by three directors, Joaquin Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. A sequel to 2018's Into the Spider-Verse. Following another Spider-Man played by Miles Morales across a multiverse featuring other Spider-Heroes. Glorious mixed animation film. It is Oscar nominated for Best Animated Feature. The original one in 2019. And yes, there will be a third in production called Beyond the Spider-Verse. And this song appears on the soundtrack. Metro Boomin is a rapper that actually did uh, the curation of the soundtrack. And uh, on this track, he's joined by ASAP Rocky and Raze. So again, this was on the shortlist of 15 songs that were candidates to be as part of the final nominees, but it didn't make the cut. So here's Metro Boomin with Am I Dreaming?
my broke friends coexist. They love the mix and we know what it is. There's a chance you probably heard two songs at the same time since uh, missed something in the midst of a catching up with uh, your host of the jazz show, Gavin Walker, coming up in 15 minutes' time. But you primarily heard Metro Boomin, ASAP Rocky and Rosie with Am I Dreaming, but you may have heard a little bit of Halle and Keep It Moving from The Color Purple, which was also on the short list. I think in fairness for both acts, I'm going to have to replay those two songs separately in an upcoming show. But that's what happens sometimes as part of the experience of college radio. Uh, I'll talk more about The Color Purple another time soon. But uh, let's get into American fiction here. Part of our Oscar profile here. On Exploding Hit Movies. Directed and written by Cord Jefferson, his directorial debut. It's based on Percival Everett's 2001 novel Erasure. Starring Jeffrey Wright as a frustrated novelist professor whose highly intelligent books are praised but not sellable for being, quote unquote, not black enough. So 
In a fit, he comes up with a satire of stereotypical black books and then becomes a literary icon. Also stars Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Rae, and Sterling Kate Brown. Debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival this year and won the People's Choice Awards. Behind me from American Fiction. Running off at many different angles. This is Laura Cartman. And this is Family Is, Monk Is. Kind of show you the style and effect here where you get a bit of jazz, interference elsewhere, and some improvisation. Because that's what Cartman's done for her Oscar nominated score. Laura Cartman was born and raised in Los Angeles, studied at Juilliard, where she played jazz by day, scat sang in bars in New York at night. She also did some, I guess I think her undergrad in Michigan as well. She's won five Emmys so far based on other TV shows, and as we can hear, jazz is the key influence. With a mix of whimsy and surrealism, I mean, the main character played by Jeffrey Wright is called Thelonious, so you got a riff on Thelonious Monk and his piano working away. And for each character, instead of coming up with necessarily a theme, she came up with an instrument for them. So in the case of Jeffrey Wright, even though he's called Thelonious, it was the tenor sax. And, uh, yes, Laura Cartman actually was familiar with Jeffrey Wright's voice, so she tailored the instrument based on how the person spoke. Because they worked on the Marvel Anthology series, What If, as Jeffrey Wright is the Marvel character, The Watcher. Most of the score that we'll hear, at least in a couple of cues, was notated and written, but two or four bars were occasionally opened up for improvisation by the players, but also allowed for a little bit of dialogue to be recorded over top. So it's a mix of composed and improvised and constructed in a way, so there's some sound design here. From her score to American Fiction, which is up for an Oscar next month, here's Laura Cartman with My Pathology. And instead of a TH in the middle there, it's F, because that's the name of the book in American Fiction. Thank you. 
from our Oscar-nominated score to American Fiction. We heard Laura Cartman with My Pathology, and then Laura's Fever Dream, where you heard the jazz elements they accentuate with a whole bunch of electronic material. Cartman used her late father's 1927 Steinway piano and got a feel for the instrument, so the bit of a jazzy throwback to her family since she grew up with a whole bunch of artistic parents there. But she aimed for something with the idea of being loud to sync. So we actually at times heard two pianos together, or then a piano played with flute and guitar that never are at the same time. Elsewhere throughout the soundtrack, you can hear Patrice Ruschen, and then on flute, Elena Pinderhues, and then saxophone player John Yoakum. Everything was recorded at Abbey Road Studios, and Cartman herself played various other instruments. So you hear saxophone, brass, drums, flute, and strings throughout, and with the aforementioned electronics. American Fiction is up for five Oscars next month. So long for Best Original Score by Laura Cartman. It's up for Best Picture, Best Actor with Jeffrey Wright, Best Supporting Actor with Sterling K. Brown, and Best Adapted Screenplay. As for Cartman, she made her debut in the film from 2009 called The Tournament. And she also dabbled in a wide array of different soundtracks, so it wasn't always TV, film, or video games. She also has a background in stage, so whether it's opera or then in concert hall. She also worked on the music we hear in the background here from last year's film, The Marvels. We heard first off Entangled, and behind me right now it is the main theme. Directed by Nia DaCosta, featuring three superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, played by Brie Larson, Tiona Paris, and Amon Vellani. And Amon Vellani is Ms. Marvel. And if you remember that miniseries from 2022, Laura Cartman also did the score to that. Next up for Laura. Nothing in post-production yet, but 2024 shows a miniseries called You Are What You Eat, a twin experiment. Lots of great stuff from her. And she definitely profiles some more of her music. Let's see how she does at the Oscars. Time's a ticking here, so that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he'll guide you to around midnight or so. Please stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Next week, it's Family Day, so we'll dig up the kind of the family-oriented film as part of the Best Original Score nominees. And it's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, so John Williams is up yet again for another Oscar. And as time permits, we might as well go through the rest of Indiana Jones. We did Raiders of the Lost Ark many a moon ago. So we'll hear from Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade, and The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Otherwise, for the rest of nominated scores, we've heard two of them already. So we'll just dip into those again. That'll be Killers of the Flower Moon and Oppenheimer. All in preparation for the Academy Awards on March 10th. So March 11th, we'll talk about the winners. We'll close with something from New Orleans associated with Mardi Gras. I was going to bold dig up a whole bunch of Bossa Nova with Freddie Hubbard, but ran out of time. Talked too much as usual, but we'll go to Independence, Louisiana with Carl Marshall. And he worked with a band called The Sound Dimension for some deep funk. This appeared on a 7-inch on a small label, but it appeared on the 2003 compilation Funky, funky New Orleans, Volume 3, rare and unreleased New Orleans funk from 1967 to 1974. Here's Carl Marshall and the Sound Dimension with Mardi Gras Party. Hopefully you have a good Mardi Gras tomorrow, whether it's Carnival 
Shrove Tuesday or whatnot. And you have been listening to Exploding Hemis here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Thanks to everyone who donated to Fund Drive 2024. Happy Valentine's Day. And I will see you on Family Day here in British Columbia. <laughs>